for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial. Essentially, gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and feature titan for today, the legendary... Bobby Price. Bobby, thanks so much for taking the time. Normally we would hug. We discussed this earlier, but we gave a handshake, so that was good too, everybody. So Bobby, seriously, thanks so much for being on the show. It's an honor. Thank you. So um, I really am excited. I know there's a lot of anticipation on this particular episode. Um, with the legacy that you have created in this community, um, you know, really what you do for Colorado Springs and the real estate industry as a whole, I know there's so many people in anticipation just kind of eating up your knowledge, Bobby. So this will be really, really great. Um, I guess let's just dive into it if you're okay. Sure. Uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm old. No, oh, come on. <laughs> and come I've, on. I've been selling real estate here for 41 years. That's why I'm a legacy. It's age. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? It's a positive legacy that you're leaving. Not, you know, so that's huge to me when it comes down to 41 years, Bobby. Yeah. Wow. Got to like it to do it that long. Yeah. Absolutely. I came here in 1977 okay. from California. Wow. I was a single mom with four kids. Okay. And three dogs, two cats, a couple of birds, no money, huh. no real estate experience. No contacts whatsoever oh, here, yeah. and but I had to do it because I had to feed the kids. Sure. You know, yeah. there was no choice. And um, at that time, in Colorado Springs, there were two companies that were the companies to be with. Hmm. One was Van Scock and the other was Ken Rayhans. Okay. And I wanted to be with Ken Rayhans. I, hmm. I went to, they used to do, I don't think they do this anymore, but they used to do when you took real estate school, okay. um, they would have seminars afterwards um, and different brokers would come and talk to the students to see if it was a fit for them to join that company. Huh. And so Ken Rayhans, um, they, he came and there were only about eight or nine of us in the auditorium. Wow. And he was a very aggressive person. Hmm. And he said, if you're not willing to work 80 hours a week, if you're not willing to give up your holidays, you know, if you're not willing to be the best you can be, this is not the place for you. Wow. Everybody got up and walked out but me. Hmm. And I'm standing there going, yes, yes, yes. This is it. This is what I want. Wow. And they didn't want me. And oh because gosh. I had no contacts, basically. And they hmm. kept saying, go get trained somewhere else, and then come back in a year or two. And I went, no, I want to be here. Wow. And I, so seven interviews later, they finally hired me just to get rid of me because <laughs> they, they <laughs> thought I was going to fall on my face. Oh, no. And I couldn't fall huh. on my face. And Little I did they know. Yeah. yeah. And so I was rookie of the year for them. Wow. I was there two and a half years. Hmm. Um, I left because I realized that company was all about money and it wasn't about the people. Okay. And it was about stats and hmm. paychecks and it, it just didn't, it wasn't fit. Okay. And so I moved on to a little company where I was there 15 years. Okay. And then uh, the, the big company then was the Patterson Group okay. and they approached me and asked me to come there. 
and I said I can't, I'm loyal to my broker. Wow. Because I'm doing a third of the business out of his company. Sure. And if I leave, he'll fold. And then I found out that my broker had taken my commissions and spent it on something else. Ah. And so I called Kadeen Patterson and I said, I'm ready to come if you still want me. Hmm. And she said, come on over. And I was so intimidated. Seriously, Bob. Well, these wow. were the big producers. Hmm. You know, the biggest. Yeah. And Kadeen was the biggest producer here for her whole entire life. Wow. 30-some years. Nobody touched her, you sure. know. And I was flattered, but I just didn't feel I was the same material hmm. as what they were used to. Interesting. But I said, no, I'm going to do it. And I did it. Okay. Best thing I ever did. Wow. You know, you surround yourself with the best, and it helps you become the best. For sure. I think everybody understands the guilty by association, positive or negative. Yeah. That That's living proof right here, everybody, 100%. So, okay, very cool. So, after that? Well, then after that, um, Katie passed on, and I it became Prudential. Okay. The same company became Prudential. They sold it. And I was there 22 years, but... Wow. It was not going in the direction I wanted to go in. It was go it was becoming more how many agents can we get instead mm. of what's the value that the agents can give. Unreal. Okay. So um, the Platinum Group had opened a couple of years before. They okay. had called me several times and said, wow. Come with us and I again I can't right. because I'm loyal. Sure. Um, and then Prudential fired my manager. And I left that day, and I came here, and it's been 10 years, and huh. best company ever yeah. to work for. Truly. I mean, and you're talking about the guilty by association, as, as you mentioned prior to. With the Platinum Group, I mean, there are so many beautiful minds inside this oh. operation. I mean, the energy and, yeah. and the, the longevity is huge. So It's really a family here, and mm. everybody helps everybody. Nobody's jealous of each other. Mm. It's great. I love that. And that's the abundance mindset. It really is. I mean, there's plenty of business out there, and, and doing the right thing, it comes comes into you. Um, it's that scarcity mindset that a lot of producers have. That it, It's scary, right? Um, so when you're talking about your career, and this is something we didn't necessarily jump right into, but Bobby, what was it about real estate initially that you decided, you know what, that's a career path I want to take? Because there's so many things you could have done um, you know, in your life thus far, so why real estate? Well, I was limited in my careers because I never went to college. Okay. Um, I had children from the time I was two weeks after I was 17. Wow. By the time I was 21, I was divorced twice with three kids. Unreal. And no training in anything. Okay. And I became a theatrical agent for hmm. kids in Hollywood, got my kids into it, became a stage mom, got out of that because that is tough okay, um, yeah. and did multi-level marketing mm -hmm. where I trained other people you know to sell under me sure I did herbs and vitamins is what mm -hmm. I did because I really believed in them okay but when I decided to make a change I wanted only to be able to count on myself and mm -hmm. not somebody else I didn't want to spend six months training somebody and then they walk Wow. so I said I'm gonna do something that is just me. Okay. If I make it or I break it, it's me. It's not somebody else. Hmm. And so I loved houses, loved real estate, didn't know a thing about it. But 
when I moved out here in 77, I said, that's what I'm going to do. And I jumped right in. I jumped into school. Wow. And my mom was out here at that time, and she watched my kids because okay. they were little. Yeah. Well, a couple of them were little. Sure. And you really, it's, the hours are long. Hmm. But I thought, I had the illusion. Well, when I came out here, yeah, yeah. I, I, I bought a house. I bought a house the day I looked. Okay. I called a realtor I did not know. I said, this is my criteria. I'll be there in an hour. Mm -hmm. And he showed me. He says, well, I have five houses to show you. And so we looked at four of them, and I didn't like any of them. And mm -hmm. he said, well, that's it. And I said, well, what about the fifth one? You said there were five. And he goes, I don't want to show you that. Oh, I went, really? Why? And he goes, well, it's by industry. Mm -hmm. And I said... Mm -hmm what kind of industry and he says there's a hay store and a liquor store and a drive-in movie around the corner from this house and i'm going honey i'm from california that's not industry <laughs> show me the house and wow. of course that's the one i bought yeah, I, love it. I loved it it was perfect i i was there eight years i doubled my money hmm. and it was a great house for me but i learned something that day you don't judge for your client <laughs> You let wow. them judge what they want to see. Mm. Um, the next day, I called him up, and I said, my mother wants to move out here. I want to buy her a house. So I bought her a house that day. Wow. So I had the illusion sure. <laughs> that you sit in your office, the phone rings, and you pick up the phone, and you sell two houses in two days. Mm. Just like that, <laughs> Just right? like that. Yeah, you no know, problem. That seemed really easy. I thought, one thing I liked about real estate, I thought I could choose my own hours, mm. which doesn't work either. Yeah, wow. And I had bribed my kids to come out here because they had, I mean, I had a senior and a junior in high school when mm. I came out here. I had one starting school, one starting middle school, and then the older kids. Wow. And I bribed him with horses. Okay. I said, if we move to Colorado, I'll buy you a horse. Hmm. So I did. With, the again, the illusion there would be time to ride. Right. <laughs> Crossing your fingers on that one. Yeah, that didn't work either. So, because I was pretty busy from day one, but in day one it was knocking on doors and doing things like that, trying wow. to get established, you know. Now I'm busy, but I'm already established. I don't have to do that kind of stuff. Right anymore they come to me which is nice well and that's that's the hard work and determination you've had over all this time and building a brand and a reputation that just doesn't happen overnight and and i, I think no, that right too. off the bat that's huge advice for a lot of people who are either just getting involved or thinking about doing it it's hard work it it is not necessarily on your own time your own hours you got to pay your dues just like anything else this is not a a part-time gig um, which a lot of people look at it that way, to have that higher level of success, it's oh, a commitment. It's, it's definitely a commitment. Hmm. And, okay. well, the first house I sold was Christmas Eve. Wow. Christmas Eve! I don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm home now on Christmas Eve. There's My a, whole there's a there. line Bobby doesn't cross <laughs> anymore. Well, so Bobby, I mean, there's, there's so much rich history and information to that. I guess for everybody out there, myself included, What's your why, Bobby? I mean, what motivates you, gets you out of bed in the morning to do what you do to the level that you do it at? Well, one thing that is a why for me is when my grandfather died, I was 11, mm -hmm. and he left me $25,000 that was given to me uh, when I turned 21, 5000 a year each 
July. Wow. That saved my butt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that paid for Christmas, that paid for birthdays, and I appreciated it so much. Now, that would be like maybe 20000 now. A year. You yeah. know, yeah, but at that time, sure. 5000 was a lot of mm -hmm. money for me with four kids. Right. And I went, I want to do this for my children. Mm -hmm. When I pass, I want to leave them a legacy. Mm -hmm. I want to make it easier for them, mm -hmm. you know, and hopefully they'll use the money wisely like I did. Mm -hmm. But it was, it was, I cannot tell you how much that meant to me. Sure. So that has always stuck with me that I want to do that too for them. You know, so I have, of course, he only had one grandchild. Okay. I have three children, seven grandchildren, and wow. four great-grandchildren, so it spreads a oh, little bit. Well, that's but, beautiful, Bobby. Yeah. So that, that was a big factor for me, Okay, was to be able to do that. And I have reached that point where I can. Hmm. I think that, you know, to me, what sticks out is family. And, and there's nothing more important in this world there than family. There is nothing that even comes close. Hmm. And, and, I, and I love that. And, and it really is a huge motivator. I think that there's a lot of people that can resonate with that, whether it's, you know, their own children, their own grandchildren, really trying to, to give maybe necessarily what they, what they didn't have and, and really make life easier in that way. And that really is what it should be all about. But... Correct me if I'm wrong, though, Bobby, because the information that I get out and just being in the community of this and the reputation you have, your clients have also become, you know, extended family, right? And you, oh, yeah. A, a big portion of how the level of success that you've had is because you care and treat them a certain way. So I'm assuming that's a part of your why, too, right? Well, it's all the people. Okay. You know, the houses are the byproduct. The people, you know, go. that's what you're doing. You're you're solving problems for people, and it's fun, and it's exciting, and it's very disappointing if the problem doesn't get solved. Sure. <laughs> but hopefully, you know, most of the time you do, and people remember that, and they love it. Hmm. And you become part of of their family extended. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I mean, what, what a rich reward. I mean, and, and you had mentioned this a little bit earlier um, at a broker's that you were, you know, kind of at the beginning, and talking uh, strictly about money and commission and, and volume, and that's really not what the Titans are all about. It's really the impact and the legacy and really representing the industry to a higher standard. And, and don't get me wrong, Bobby, you've hit heavy, heavy levels of volume, top-tier producer, that whole line, but that's not your driver. So if you're not picking that up, you really need to rewind to this and listen to that again because that's a big reason why I, I'm honored to have you on the show, Bobby. Well, you know, I have a bookkeeper. And the checks go to her, and she deposits them. I don't even know what I get paid. Wow. I don't pay any attention to that. I don't, and this is weird because nobody's like this yeah. with me, but all right, all right, I don't pay attention to my volume at all hmm. because I can't work harder than I do. There's nothing left to give more than I give. Wow. And so it just is what it is. Huge. You know, and it always seems to work. Mm -hmm. Even in bad years, it's it works. I'm not a big spender. Okay. You know, I don't wear fancy jewelry. I don't go running around the world. I, sure. you know, I'm pretty much a homebody. And um, the money is just there. Yeah. And as long as I make more than I spend, I'm happy. You're good. And, and again, the byproduct. I, I love that you said that. That's really what it comes down to. It. And, and so many people resonate with that. And if you're not really understanding that, again, watch this again because you'll really get it. Um, but Bobby, for the people that are really watching this and, and the avid followers of this series, they really, really enjoy 
understanding how the Titans think and really what they're doing to scale their business and grow and take it to new heights. Um, so if you could look back at your career thus far and pick or choose maybe one or two things that you added to your business that took it from one level to the next, what does that look like for you? As far as strict business goes, mm -hmm. answering my phone. That is the biggest comment I get. Okay. I can spend $5,000, $10,000 advertising a house, mm -hmm. and at closing they're going, we could always get you. Wow. And that was the most important thing. My phone is on 24-7. Mm -hmm. I pick it up. If I'm not on it, sure. Or if I'm not on closing, yeah. Or doing this, <laughs> true, truly. No, no joke. When I was setting everything up, and we were setting the lights and camera. Bobby was over there on the phone multiple times. This is reality here, everybody. So it's it's, and I do a commercial. Um, mm. and that's been really good for me. I do a commercial okay. on two on two stations. Okay. And I say on the commercial, if you call me, I will personally answer your call. Mm. And I do. Okay. Because I don't turn it over to an assistant, mm -hmm. which is another thing. A, a lot of agents have lots of assistants. Okay. And they do, you know, the advertising, but then they turn it over to somebody else. I don't do that. Mm. I personally handle it. Wow. And I do have a partner. It's my granddaughter, Jade. She's awesome. Hey, Jade, if you're watching. <laughs> and she personally does her own stuff, too. So, you know, it's... Uh, but I'll tell you the thing that changed my business. Okay. Okay? And it yeah. has nothing to do with business. Mm. It has to do with me right. internally. Mm. I take a lot of classes on psychology, mm. inner child workshops, all this stuff. And I've done it for years. Uh -huh. um, I go to a Science of Mind church, and that's very philosophy based, mm -hmm. you know, and that's where I took all these classes and I learned so much about myself mm. doing that. And, you know, they teach you that you put your own limits on your success. It has nothing to do with what's out there and what's possible. Wow. You make it possible or not. Mm. And nothing comes out there to you, it comes from you out. And I was, when I was at the Patterson Group, mm -hmm. so I was about 15 years in the business at that time. Okay. I was doing okay, but I could never really break into what I wanted to do. All right. Okay? And they used to have something called floor duty. And floor duty was when you, you were given the calls mm -hmm. that came in that weren't to a specific agent. Mm -hmm that people buyers right? right so I was there and I got three calls that day hmm. and two of them now figure this is a long time ago 35 years okay sure. two buyers were looking at houses at a hundred thousand mm -hmm. one buyer was looking at a house at 250 and I immediately when I got off floor started researching okay. the hundred thousand dollar houses yeah. and I caught myself and I went isn't this interesting that I immediately, without even thinking, gravitated to the lower end? Mm. Why did I do that? Yeah. You know, because that was my comfort level, because that's what I thought I deserved. Oh, wow. And so I went, I don't have to feel that way. Mm. I can feel differently. I can choose to make a change in what's my comfort level. Wow. And I did, it was like maybe a 30-second process, mm. and it changed everything everything 
I was never getting high-end listings, high-end buyers. Within 48 hours, they were coming to me. Wow. And it was just what happened in here. This shift that sends out this vibration <laughs> yeah. that says, attract me, you know? Yeah. And it did, and it worked. And everything after that was so much easier. Wow. It was amazing that that happened. Hmm. And I, I know that there's, there's so many people out there thinking, wow, that is so simple but so compelling and powerful. It's literally the, the aha moment, the light bulb switches exactly. on, the lightning bolt hits you, um, but you have to experience it yourself. You, you, can, you can hear other professionals go through their lives and, and, and go through certain aha moments, but I, truly, if you weren't in that place at that time and, and analyzing those $100,000 listings versus the two fifty, dollars it wouldn't have turned on for you, right? So I think that that's really, really important for everybody to know. That's well, and great. nobody can tell you how to do it. It's just something, it's a shift that happens inside. Yeah. And it happens immediately, and it happens forever. Hmm. That's Because huge. you've changed. You've completely changed, and you did it yourself. Hmm. You know, but it was, it was amazing to me. Yeah. The other thing that has really helped my business okay. is I think there's a big picture going on much bigger than we realize hmm. and everybody is working with who they need to work with okay. so when I get rejected mm -hmm. I don't feel well, I might feel rejected shortly even right. for a very brief period of time gosh I really wanted that listing but then I sit back and I go no no they needed to be working with that other person for whatever reason and it's none of your business hmm. We're all here to learn lessons. We're all here to grow. And if that's what it takes, if they need to be working with that other person, I love it. Good for them. Wow. You know, and and because rejection is the hardest part of real estate. Uh, agreed. And, and everybody gets rejected, and it's how you react to it. You know, you can't change what happens, but you can definitely change how you react to everything that comes your way right and that's everything agreed not just real estate transactions oh, no. or business but personal life and not so much what happens with how we respond all day yeah. agree with that wow that this is this is so good <laughs> hopefully everybody is writing that down this was a chock full of information already right off the bat um bobby let's go into the tricky part of this particular interview and this is really a uh, a time where people can reflect and really gravitate towards each other with a challenge because everybody deals with challenges in their lives as we kind of prior discussed whether it's in the past now or into the future no one's exempt um, but it's not so much what happens but how you respond as you were discussing just a second ago so if you wouldn't mind sharing a challenge that you dealt with in your life that you <laughs> overcame or learn from they became stronger because of it. Just one? <laughs> one? Hey, th this this could keep going on everybody. This might be another episode. So Well, I can tell you I I feel really blessed that I can hear criticism mm -hmm. and learn from it. Sure. And so I have had two abusive marriages. <sighs> and I I thought I was a victim. Okay. That was huge for me. I was a victim. I was the world's biggest victim. I didn't think I had choices. And so after my second abusive marriage, I was complaining to this girl one day. And I said, I just, I don't know what to do anymore. You know, I'm, I'm afraid of him, blah, 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 the big story. And she just looked at me and she says, oh, shut 
Just like that. Just like that. And I looked at her, and she said, you are getting exactly what you deserve because you don't have the balls to do anything about it. Wow. And my first, and she walked away. <laughs> and, Thank you for this. Uh... And my first reaction was, who is she to talk to me? Right, how rude. <laughs> That's you what know, you're thinking, right? It was rude. Yeah. But, and then this, that was about maybe three seconds of that feeling, yeah. and then it was like, oh, my God, she's absolutely right. Hmm. She is so right. And I was able to get out of that relationship and not have any more abusive relationships. Hmm. You know, and it was hard. It was really hard. I bought a gun, and I carried it yeah. with me because I thought he was going to kill me. Oh, and... So that was one challenge, yes. and blessed, like she was just like an angel coming to me, mm-hmm. even in a strange way. Right. But, you know, um, so that was huge yeah, for me. That's huge. Another time, uh, my minister asked me, because I was late to, I was president of the board of the okay. church, okay. and I was late to a meeting. Mm-hmm which you were not late to meetings when you were running them. Sure. And I had some big excuse, whatever it was. And I walked in, I said, oh, I'm so sorry I'm late, blah, blah, blah. And he looked at me and he goes, Bobby, what would you lose if you gave up the drama? Wow. And I just looked at him and I go, nobody would love me. I got it that fast. So then I was able to get out of the drama. Not okay. totally, you never get out of the drama. Sure, there's always going to be people. Especially with kids and grandkids, there's always drama. Right. But I was able to see it for what it was, and I was mm-hmm. able to see how I had used drama for people to love me. Oh, look, Bobby, she overcame this. Oh, she's so strong, you know. Um, because I, I, w- I had a really strange upbringing. Sure. I didn't have a father. I had an alcoholic mother. I had a grandmother that was just sweet as can be, but nobody raised me. Nobody ever told me what to do, how to do it. I was just kind of on my own. It's amazing that I didn't turn out really weird. (laughs) You're not Bobby. You turned out awesome. But I think having a couple of abusive relationships shows, you know, the the lack of knowing myself. Mm knowing that I was worth more. Because you don't go into an abusive relationship with, with a high self-esteem. Wow. And you don't stay in it with a high self-esteem. Sure. So those were huge. I also had to overcome cancer. That oh was gosh, seven years Bobby. ago. And that was interesting. Wow. That's no fun at all. Yeah. And I didn't think I was going to make it. Unreal. And I was thinking, how do I have enough money put away to get oh, my kids? You know? God. <laughs> but um, I'm still here, okay. and I'm, I'm. There's nothing going on with my body, so I think I'm okay. Oh, um, and then I, my last marriage, I'm a widow. Mm-hmm. My last marriage, he died of cancer. And so I was with him every day for a year in the hospital, and they set me up a desk, (laughs) and I worked. Wow. And he didn't mind. Mm -hmm. He just wanted me there with him, you know. In in his presence. Yes. Because he says, I feel better when you're here. Hmm. I'm not as afraid, you know. And so I worked in a hospital for a year. Hmm. And then I would do two appointments a day, So and I would make them short. I I didn't show. I just listed. Okay. Um, and we got through that year. I think I did 19 million that year, wow. which is a lot of money 
to not be out there in the field, yeah, you know. Seriously. So it was, uh, but all those challenges make you stronger, mm-hmm. you know, if you let them, if you don't let them get you down. And, and that's, that's a big point that hopefully everybody's taking away. I mean, Bobby, there was so much that you just shared. First of all, I want to thank you because it's not easy to do that, um, just in general, but then out to the public as well. But when you're talking about all those different things and some of the most challenging things that you could deal with in your life from the beginning all the way up until now, and look at what you've accomplished. Didn't let it stop you. Keep moving forward. Super positive attitude. I mean, at least for me, every time I run into you, you're smiling, you're happy, it's super pleasant, and you would never know. I never knew half of those things that you were just discussing that you were going through. You just don't. And, and I think that that's something to take away for everybody, at least I do, is no matter how hard you have it, no matter what you're going through, you can keep moving forward, be positive. Um, that, that's all you can really do is, is choose that attitude, right? Because you, you didn't choose to have a certain upbringing. You didn't choose to have abusive relationships. You didn't choose to have cancer or deal with these things. I mean, right? Well, not consciously you right? didn't. It's yeah. yeah. Seriously. <laughs> so I just, I think that's huge, Bobby. And, you know, thank you so much for sharing that. And hopefully everybody appreciated that because that is some deep stuff we just dove into. Uh, so if it's okay, let's go on to a slightly softer okay. question. Everybody, uh, so this is actually one of my favorite questions to kind of go through, and this is the travel back in time. So if you could travel back in time and give your younger self in any phase of your life a piece of advice or two, what would you say to young Bobby? That you're okay. Mm-hmm. That you deserve. You know, that you're... If you're successful, you're not taking away anybody else's success. And it's okay to be successful. You know, they say the love of money is the root of all evil. But money is not the root of all evil. Hmm. It's the love of money. And that's huge. There's a huge difference there. You know, so if the money is the byproduct Mm -hmm. of the success, that's what matters. Agreed. And, and I, think, I think that that's really deep for everybody to take in. Uh, a lot of the spin that I put on that is the more successful financially you are, the more you can give and the more you can give back. Right? Oh, absolutely. So I, I, but that's, I think that's a positive spin on uh, being that giver and not just all about me, right? So I think that that's huge. It is huge. It, I'm a really happy person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm single again, you know. Right. Um, and but I make my own happiness. Mm-hmm. I decide to be happy. Huge. And it's 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 a choice. And I you know discovering that I didn't have to have drama was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. That it was okay not to have to always overcome something. Wow. You know, just flow with it. Yeah, it's too short. I mean, people throw it around like it's too short. I mean, come on. When you're accomplishing certain things and you're growing through, just don't sweat the small stuff because it all stacks up. So I think that's huge advice. And I really love that there were certain people in your life that came in to kind of prod you at that time when you needed it or at least when you... Don't be afraid to have conversations with strangers and and, and take advice from from odd places. And, you know, whether you live by it or not is completely up to you, but be open to receiving that. I I think that that's a big important thing is not to be uh, be humble enough 
I guess. Because if you weren't humble enough to receive those prods or those advice, you wouldn't have changed how you are. So I think that that's a big thing. Well, I think I wanted to change, you know, so I was open to that. Some people don't want to change. They just want to stay stuck. Sure. Because it's easy. It's much easier to stay stuck than it is to move on. Wow. It's much easier to say, it, I'm a victim, than it is to say, I control my own life. And when I learned all that stuff and put it to practice, it was amazing. And here we are. I mean, and here that, we are, that, yeah. This is, this is great stuff. Oh my gosh, this episode is, is fantastic. So let's go into um, the next portion into that. So first of all, that was huge advice, not just for young Bobby, but everybody watching, myself included. But uh, the next question is a, a crowd pleaser. Everybody really enjoys this one because they want to really learn and grow like the Titans do. They want to feed their minds the same way that everybody is doing you know, on this particular series. So, Bobby, if you could look back, um, books that you're reading, podcasts you're listening to, or influencers on social media, coaches, what are you feeding your mind? None of those. All right. Here we go. <laughs> this, this is real, everybody. It's all psychology. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And it's all loving the people. Hmm. It's easy to love people. You know? It's it's fun to love people. Sure. And when you love them, they love you back. Wow. I had a lady call me. This was last summer. She called me and she said, Hi, this is so-and-so. And she said, 11 years ago, you came and did a market analysis on my house. Hmm. And I didn't list because it wasn't the right time. Now I'm ready to list and I found a house I want to buy. Where are you? Because I want to see this house right now. And I happened to be like three blocks away from where she was. Okay. I showed her that house. Hmm. She didn't buy that one because it was a problem. I sold her the, another town home. Hmm. I, then I sold her another town home and I sold her home. Oh. And it was 11 years. And I hadn't even kept in contact with her because she was just one of many. But she liked me. Okay. She felt that I was real. That's what she told me. That's huge. And I think the biggest advice is be who you are. Hmm. Don't try to be anybody else. Wow. Be you, because you're the only you that's there. Listen to this, and everybody. And we're all unique. We all have gifts hmm. to give. And you put it out there. Just put it out there, and it will come back. It's called the law of attraction. Look it up on the Internet. Law of Attraction. <laughs> law of I'm gonna, Attraction. I'm going to list that in the link in the comments below, just so everybody knows. Yeah, and it's it's absolutely true, and it is absolutely a law, that what you put out, you get back. Wow. So if you really care, you will attract people that will care, too. I, I think that that's a big, big note. Uh, biggest is light attracts light, and, and really being genuine. There's so many people out there, especially in different sales professions, that want to be everything to everyone, walking on eggshells in one way with another group and one way with another. I think being an original separates you from the pack and, and really weeds out the people, hey, you know what? If they don't like you, that's okay. It is okay. It's none of your business if they don't like you. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's just the truth. <laughs> you know, so... But I just, you know, I don't even, I don't have any degrees. I don't right. have a GRI or a CRS because the classes that they offer that you have to take for that mm. take me out of the field, yep. and I already know the stuff. Wow. So I, I take classes like water law or okay. something that can help me be better sure. at my craft. Right. Love it. You know, and so, you know, they go, you can't do it if you don't have the designations. Yes, you can watch here's living proof right here so 
but Bobby, I mean that that's so rich in data, and I, I think when I say that, it's it's you're being you, you're being an original. You don't have to necessarily dive in and dig into constantly learning from this source or this source or this source. You find it in the psychological piece, and that's what gets you excited. That's what you're interested in, and it helps you with your profession, personally, all the way through. So I think that's really really great. And the law of attraction. I mean, I'm gonna list that down below. So um, this is really really great. It's been packed full of information. There's so much for everybody to take away. Last question to wrap everything up, Bobby. Okay. This question really comes down to a quote or a mantra that you might live by that sums up you as a professional, uh, you as a person. What does that look like for Bobby Price? Well, I don't really have a mantra or a quote, Okay. but I feel good about myself, mm -hmm. and I think that shows I'm real and that shows and this doesn't sound humble but I'm humble yeah <laughs> it's tr it's true everybody yeah no that's that's huge you know I don't feel special I feel like I'm just like everybody else mm -hmm. and I really try to help the young people coming into the business right um, I didn't get a lot of help when I came in in fact, I went home in tears a few times, getting yelled at, um, and I don't want that to happen to other people, so I do mentor, you know, younger people right. that are coming in and try to help them, and, and, and that helps me too. You know, whenever you teach, you learn. Agreed. Agreed. And that, a part of the humility portion of that, if you are humble, you will be able to gather that information. And Bobby... As far as I'm concerned, what you've done and what you continue to do, as I said before, is spectacular. So I understand that you feel that you're like everybody else. I will tell you that you are not. You are something special. Um, you know, we're all blessed in this community to have you here. And then the real estate industry is lucky to have you do what you do. Um, anybody out there who knows Bobby knows that's a fax. Um, and Bobby, I just want to thank you for being on the show. You are a real estate titan, so thank you so, so you much. Now. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a hug now, Bobby. Thank you so much. And again, everybody, thanks so much for your time and support. Um, you know, I really appreciate all the love that's shown through these series that are going on. As always, live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different titan in a different location. We'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.